This is the Find Your Focus podcast with Goals Classroom. We chat with inspiring and creative entrepreneurs to encourage, empower, and equip you to take the next steps in your photography business. We want you to leave each episode with actionable steps so that you can gain confidence, book your calendar, and earn more income with your passion. So grab some coffee or your drink of choice and let's get to it. Hey everyone, I'm Logan Fay and the host of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. Today I'm talking to Damian Carter, who is a wedding and lifestyle photographer serving the Washington, D.C. area. Damian creates an amazing experience for his clients, and he's here today to talk to us all about what he does and how it helps him stand out in the sea of photographers. Something that I love about this interview is that Damien tells us four things that you can implement into your workflow right away that will help you improve your client experience and help you stand out no matter what type of photography you do. Let's dive into this interview with Damien. Hi, Damien. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Logan. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So before we get into client experience, tell us about how you got into photography and where you are now. My journey started in high school when I was using cameras where you had film in it mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, um, you sent the film in and, you know, I never did any darkroom stuff, but you'd send mail the film in and wait a couple of weeks and get back the, uh, the prints. And, and that was kind of where I really fell in love with seeing images and seeing them and holding them. Like even to this day, I really try to emphasize prints, but that was kind of the start of it. Just taking pictures around, you know, my friends and family, you know, it's kind of the start of it. But um, I started taking it really seriously. We have three children and my firstborn, you know, as any parent, just taking a lot of pictures mm-hmm. um, and sharing those. And people started really giving me some positive feedback. So that made me want to share a little more. I was all, like I said, I was always taking them, but um, that just made me want to share a little bit more. And I did that. And when my second child, our son, was born, that's when I got the DSLR and really started taking it a little more seriously. So, you know, took classes at the local community college, just really trying to learn as much as I could and and continue to improve. So at that time, my first paid client, um, I still work with them to this day. That names are Alicia and Brian Papson up in um, the Philadelphia area where I was. They hired me to do a... You know how when people get married, quick little um, just a piece, but then they do kind of a party reception. Mm-hmm. They hired me to do that. So it was their you know wedding reception at a museum. It was really nice. And that was like my first paid photography job. So like I said, I still shoot them. Like literally last weekend, I shot their family picture. So oh. yeah, that, that's another thing that's really cool for me. It's just the, the, the great families and people that you meet and the ability to like serve them throughout the years is like really what drives me. So anyway, that was Philadelphia, you know, really started doing a lot more family um, shoots after that, but I've tried it all. I've done newborn, um, which I no longer do because that (laughs) takes a special kind of person to challenge. Um, But uh, I got, when I moved down to Maryland, we moved in 2012. I really wanted to get into weddings. So that was the time when I, a really good photographer, amazing photographer in the DC area named Eli Turner, kind of took me under his wing. I shadowed him. He let me shoot at weddings with him and be a second shooter and really kind of learn the ropes. That was really great in terms of getting up to speed with weddings. And then I started shooting my own in 2014. So weddings, family, engagements to go at weddings as well. Mm-hmm. I also shoot maternity. I said no newborn, but I do shoot maternity because I really <laughs> love that time in a, in a family's journey. 
you know, I've heard, always heard of niching down, but for me, if, if there's a face in it, I want to shoot it. So I just, <laughs> you know, that is a challenge, just making sure that I'm um, managing my time. Because uh, one thing I didn't mention, Logan, is that I do a part-time. So, you know, okay. just making sure that I'm able to manage it with the family and, and my job. But it's just a passion. So, I, you know, every time I get to shoot, it's, um, it's exhilarating for me. So, But the last type of shoot I do is also lifestyle branding. That's been really popular lately where clients whether they have their own brand or not they just want some good images that they can use everyone's got kind of an online presence so they want some nice pictures whether it's for you know something they're promoting or just like i said just you know anywhere anything from linkedin to just their other social media pages so i've been doing a lot of those as well so that's kind of everything in a nutshell but um it's been a really fun journey and um you know i just i I love shooting and and i know we're going to talk about client service client experience but just having that opportunity to one, create great images, but around that, just the way you treat people and are able to give them that great experience where they don't even think about the price. It's, it's really that experience in the images that they just feel like they got a real good value no matter what. Creating a client experience is, it's so important in the photography world because there are so many photographers out there. So (laughs) there's there's so much that we could talk about in regards to client experience, but I want to start with your client experience specifically. So can you tell us how you stand out from the crowd in regards to your client experience? Yeah, sure, Logan. So for me, it's just thinking of ways to go above and beyond. So, and that's evolved. So when you first started, when I first started, you're just you're really just trying to get good images. <laughs> you're even, there's, even a, there's a lot of nerves involved and that's what you're trying to do. But when you get to a certain point, when you've, you, you're confident that you're gonna deliver good images and I got there, I'd say like three or four years ago, I was really confident that I, you know, no matter the situation, location, that I, I could deliver something good for the client. Then I started thinking about what else could I do? And, and it really is around, you know, client experience. So my mindset is like the above and beyond. So for me, but that's everything. So every touch point with them, making them feel good. Again, like I said, you shouldn't have to apologize for your prices, but they should feel like they're getting, definitely getting their value for their money. And, you know, some specific examples, there's things you can do and that I try to do in terms of the communication with clients. You know, I always pick up the phone. It's not just email. I, I do reply by email, but um, even in the email, I'll say, happy to discuss. I might share my prices, but I'm happy to discuss your specific needs, your specific shoot and what you want to get out of it. And let's do that over a call. So, you know, or in in today's um, environment or Zoom or something like that. But um, really just making that personal connection right off the bat is something that can separate you. And and I've found, you know, some people don't want to get on a call, but most people I've found, at least clients I've interacted with do because they know they can ask a few more questions and, you know, you don't have to go back and forth on email for um, all week <laughs> before getting, getting, answering the question they want. But another part of my client experience, which is connected to that is really customizing each session. I mean, I think any photographer is important to have, um, of course your price pricing and your packages, but for me, I try to customize. So I'm not going to just lock into one package for a client or one um, deliverable where they might be looking for something else. That's part of a client experience is customizing and meeting their needs in terms of what they're looking for. I'm the expert, so I, I walk them through that and that's a discussion, but certainly not just throwing some pricing over the fence and leaving it at that. So 
I think people really appreciate that. And then just clear communication, understanding of my process. So that's everything, letting them know, you know, when they'll expect to see things, um, how that will work in terms of, you know, selection of images, they're receiving the galleries, the timing, and then they feel really good about, and even helping them in terms, a lot of times I get questions about what to wear, and we can talk through that on the call. So they leave that call and, you know, if they book really ready for the session and really no questions at that point in terms of how it's going to go. And then there's little things about, you know, that I always try to do is being on time, actually being early to the session. So a lot of times that's useful time that I can scout a location a little better. I like the challenge of making ugly locations look good, but um, <laughs> I also, you know, like to scout a little bit to, to get that advantage before they show up. So that's a good use of time. And frankly, even if they're running late, you're there, you're ready to go. And uh, I find people really appreciate that. Um, and then on the back end, it's really just delivering quality work and making that part on the back end. So post-session, making that really easy for them as well. So, you know, I use a, a great um, service, Shootproof Galleries, that, you know, I deliver beautiful galleries to them. Easy to use. They're able to make selections, and it's not a lot of back and forth because they're able to show me their favorites on there. So that piece, I think, for them is really a great experience as well. So there's no... You know, again, thinking of the times before I had a better um, kind of process and workflow in place, you know, I've, I've sent Dropbox folders, I've done it all, like having a good gallery system and delivery system is another piece of uh, part of great client experience. And I, sure. I definitely think that's helped me. I love that you bring up getting your clients on the phone and kind of walking through the whole experience with them. I think a lot of us nowadays are hesitant or even kind of a little intimidated or scared to pick up the phone and call our clients. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But once you get over that and have that first call, I think it makes it so much easier and so much less intimidating. And you'll yes. find that your clients are really appreciative that you took time out of your day to call them and really walk them through what to expect in this whole process. That's right. That's right. And, and to your question about standing out, that stands out just because, like you said, so many photographers don't do that now. So it's just, it, I think it's a bunch of little things that you can do, especially as a beginning photographer that can help you even if you don't get into some of the other things that may, you know, might take a little investment or might take a little more effort, but even the little things you know, and one thing I forgot to mention, Logan, was that I think is helpful. I use questionnaires. So I always use questionnaires with my wedding clients, just getting to know them a little better. Um, of course, the names, some background information about them, but, you know, a couple of fun questions that they don't mind answering. Again, keeping it short and sweet, but that's information that you can use during the session to whether it's breaking the ice and lightening things up or whether it's just um, helping you understand what you should really be looking for to deliver their story. So I definitely do that with wedding, but then I, I transitioned to doing that as well with families, which I hadn't done previously. I started doing that like maybe one or two years ago and found that was helpful too. And people are, like I said, they're short and sweet. So people are happy to just fill that out before the session, but it also shows that you really care about them and making sure they have a good session. So, you know, if I put sometimes what's your favorite song, what's your favorite pastime, a recent fun memory, just little things that I might literally bring those up during the session or I might just keep them in my back pocket for just things to look out for. I love that you brought that up, but I love that. That's something really cool that I think, again, makes you stand out from the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. 
So what are some easy things that our listeners can do right away that will take their client experience to the next level? Oh, good question. So I think, again, you always want to start small. Um, when, you're, when you're starting, you just do the little things. So for me, I mentioned one thing I do, but that being on time, things, things that um, clients will appreciate, the being on time, the over-communicating. But one thing I didn't mention that's tied to this is just your actual response time. So if you get an inquiry and it's taking you three or four days to reply, I mean, honestly, I'm in the DC area and and in most major areas, there's tons of photographers that clients can choose from. So you're literally losing business by taking that time, by waiting to respond. So if you can get your response time up, um, it helps your business, of course, but then for the client, they really feel like you value even their inquiry. So um, I, I just urge like really quick response time, whether that's setting up a system, which I have to do that or do it yourself when you're just getting started. But um, quick response time. I, I talked about some questionnaires. You can use that one. Um, another one around the holidays is I'll send um, thank you, handwritten thank you um, cards. So if they order cards for me, they get that, but I, I also send my own card to them and I handwrite a thank you to them for being a client for the year. Um, and that doesn't take a lot, but again, and not a long, long drawn out thesis on, on the thank you note, but just literally thanking them for their business. And that's just a nice touch that I've found. Again, this is something that got started the last, this one was about two or three years that I've implemented that, but you know, you and I shoot a lot now, so maybe it's not every client, but you know, there's those clients that really invested with you and valued your, um, you know, your service. That's just a nice thing that you can do, you know, that handwritten thank you. And if you did the questionnaire, you have their information and their mailing address, um, and it really comes in handy. And then maybe a last one I'd say is just, um, again, depending on your budget, but thank you gifts. For me, with this is on the wedding client side, and this is where they're really making an investment with you. I like to send a little thank you gift. And again, I get what I get their likes from my questionnaire. So you see how it's all related, but just, uh, you know, whether it's a bottle of wine, I've sent personalized cutting boards that, you know, the couple told me they like to cook together. Um, just little things that you can, again, personalize and go above and beyond, I think that makes a difference. So that that is a little more of an investment, that, but there's certainly companies that do smaller gifts, just smaller gifts, personalized gifts that still show the client that you're thinking about them because it certainly is a thought that counts and that'll separate you. All of those are such good ideas. I am mm. over here taking notes as you're talking. <laughs> I do the questionnaires and, you know, quick response time, all of that. But I love the idea of adding in a handwritten note or a thank you gift because I think those those two things really show that even after the session is done, you're still thinking about them and you want them to have an amazing experience. Yeah, that's right. So we've all had at least one difficult client during our photography <laughs> experience. If you have it and you're listening, that's amazing. Let's know. prepare you though in case you do have that one difficult client. So can yeah. you tell us about an experience that you've had with a difficult client and how you made sure their experience was still amazing? Yeah. So uh, yeah, and that's a great point, Logan. If you have, if you're listening, you haven't yet, you will. So um, <laughs> we've all had them. And I, I had one pretty recently, actually, at the beginning of this start um, season, you know, in the spring. The thing about this client was she wasn't happy with her look. So it, I just, and I knew it when it was happening that that would translate into the image, 
images. And um, when I delivered, she wasn't happy with how she looked in the images. So she wasn't happy on the day, then, you know, it stands to reason she wouldn't be happy with them. And so what happened was she kept asking for changes on the edits. And I really don't do this. It's, it's, it very um, deliberate in terms of what I deliver. Like I mentioned, my gallery that I deliver is going to have the best of the best. And, you know, I've already selected the best. So when I deliver that, there's, you know, you'll get clients that ask, are there any more shots? And you have to explain that, you know, you've made the selections of, of the best images. And I think with her, it was a matter of her still looking for something better that, that frankly didn't exist. So, Bottom line is, and the thing I learned from that and continuously learn is that over-communication is the key. With this one, I did not get into that discussion around editing and what could be expected if, if she wanted more. And I think that you really have to over-communicate. In this instance, her not understanding my editing process was on me, um, it, but it was something that I didn't anticipate because it hadn't happened in such a long time. But the learning is just think of those things that could happen even if they happen less often in terms of client experience and anticipate and communicate those up front, how you deal with those. With her, I, I didn't want to do a lot of back and forth. So the way I dealt with it, um, I actually gave her a certain number and it was, I think, seven or eight that I would re-edit, try to work on some things that she pointed out uh, and and then get that gallery back to her. So that was not my normal process. and um, But it was a way to kind of make the experience better. You know, if I would have just played hardball and said, I don't normally do that, I'm not doing it. I mean, what what do you get out of that? So yes, it was more of a headache to go back and do additional editing. But for me, it was worth it. But what you take out of that, then I say, okay, I need to add that in terms of specifics around editing into some of my upfront communication. And that's something I've done, you know, since that was in the spring and since the spring. So you constantly evolve. You constantly try to make your experience better and just learn from your, you know, some of the challenges that you face. But now I think setting boundaries, being clear in communication, thinking of anything that could happen on the session, um, I think is the way to get around it. Definitely. I think even though it's not very fun to deal with difficult clients, I feel like every time I do have a difficult client, which isn't isn't very often, but I always take something away from it that helps me refine my process even more. Yes, exactly. That's great advice. So for weddings, do you have anything that you do to make the couple feel special instead of just like another wedding client? That's a good one. So, I mean, I've talked about all of the different types of sessions that I shoot, but weddings, obviously, it's where the client has invested the most with me. Um, and it's frankly where I'm going to spend the most time with them, not just from booking to the actual session, but obviously that day of, you're really spending a lot of time. So I really want them to feel special. And that goes all the way from some of the things I talked about before, where making that call, personal calls, I actually do these video email responses for wedding clients. Um, this cool tool I found to do that. So right off the bat, they get that, then that offers a call. And then if I see that they're, you know, a serious inquiry, then I send them my wedding guy. I was meeting people like at Starbucks and having these conversations in person, but obviously things have changed. So mm-hmm. I'll just send it over as a PDF. But this wedding guide is a 20 page, you know, I had this professionally made, looks beautiful, has my imagery mixed in, but the 20 pages of everything they can um, ask about. So everything from you know, my process to the packages that I offer, of course, that's of interest to them, but then also 
my style of shooting on the day, everything from engagement session to how they'll, you know, ultimately deliver, get their files and, and order products. So everything's in there and they really appreciate having that guidance. And that's just what I, what I kind of start the process with. But now if they book, I just made this one. This is a welcome packet, again, branded, adding my imagery, but just now getting this, some specifics about their planning and their day and how I can help them with that. Again, you want to position yourself as an expert. So you've, you've been through this multiple times as a wedding photographer, but um, in many cases, this is their first, you know, it might be their second, but this is a new experience for them. So giving them things to look out for, just things to think about through the process may not have anything to do with photography. And there's some things in my guide don't, but they've really find that helpful. I've given that to three of my brides for next year. And so that was just another thing that is like a little bit above and beyond. And that's when I send with the wedding client, I send a little small gift. So they get the guide when they're inquiring. And then when they book, which is all done, you know, pretty seamlessly through my system, then I mail out the welcome packet with the small gift. So just really making them feel special, really thanking them, frankly, for choosing me. Because like I said, they have so many options around here. They feel like they made the right choice even before you get to the day of shooting. And then you deliver on the day. It's how you perform on the day in terms, again, we're, we're not even talking about the images. We're, we're just delivering an experience. The way you move during the day, you're out of the way, but you're, you're taking charge when you need to. Being a seamless part of their experience during the wedding day is something that they always appreciate. And then, you know, and frankly, deliver great images and um, you have a, a raving fan. This worked out nicely. Wedding photography, especially if you are a solely a wedding photographer, it's so easy for you to go from one, one wedding to the next to the next. And your <clears throat> clients kind of feel like a number almost. So I love that you have yeah. specific things that you do for your wedding clients. One thing I didn't talk about up front is that this, my photography is part-time for me. So it's actually a blessing on the one side that, you know, I have counterparts that only focus on weddings and, you know, that's actually my competition. Um, But I don't look at it that way, but just technically that's my competition. And, you know, if they're focused on it, then they obviously can do some things a little differently. So that makes me want to stand out more Mm -hmm. and it makes me want to deliver for the selected clients, you know, I try to do seven to 10 a year. For those seven to 10, it's like pour everything into them. So I look at that as an um, advantage for me in terms of being a part-time shooter. Yeah, I definitely see that as an advantage as well. Um, yeah. So if our listeners want to find you on social media, where can they find you? Oh, thanks. So I'm at, my website is damiancarterphotography.com. On Instagram, dcarterphotography. And same thing on Pinterest and Facebook. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Uh, Thanks, Logan. I really did too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Find Your Focus podcast with Cole's Classroom. I hope that you got some great takeaways from this episode that you can apply to your business. Make sure to visit colesclassroom.com backslash podcast for the show notes and any links that we talked about during this episode. If you like this episode, head over to iTunes and tap that five-star button and leave us a review.